Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. I'm melting. I'm melting. Dana, are you okay? I'm melting my world, my world, my beautiful world. Hey. Yeah, David, I am okay. It's not it's not the end of the world, no matter what you feel like right now. I just want you to know it's not as much of a catastrophe as you think. It isn't. It isn't, especially since we're recording the Kicksum ADHD podcast. This is our last double digit episode. Number we're getting out of the number 99, feeling fine, and we're going to 100. That is right. That is right. Next week. Anyway, let's not talk about the future. Let's talk about right now. Yes. And as we, as we record this, it's not D-Day, but I think that when listeners get this in their podcast feeds, it is D-Day. Am I right? It will be D-Day. Yeah, so happy June sixth. So we thought, what better day to talk about ADHD explosions than on D Day? Yeah, it's true. I I wonder, is it possible, Dana? Do you think that there are any of our listeners who don't know what an ADHD emotional meltdown is? Probably not, but we're gonna <laughs> explain it anyway. <laughs> I mean, because they do feel like the world is over. It's ending. They do. It's all come. It's just, you know, I, I, I don't have them as much but, but as I used to, but but I had one a few weeks ago that I just felt like, man, this is it, you know? Yeah. Cash it all yeah, in. It's, it's over. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. They're tough. There's uh, nothing David, going right. This, yeah. Sorry to step on your don't be words. It. It's okay. I won't be. Don't don't melt on me, David. Anyway, this episode is a re- was a request from a listener named Lexi. Thanks, Les- Lexi. And she said, I would love an episode about how to spot, prevent, cope through and recover from an ADHD meltdown. Yes. Thank you, Lexi. We appreciate this request from you. And it's like, yeah, you know, we hadn't talked about that. That was a really good item for you to mention. So thank it you. really is because ADHD emotional meltdowns are they're just awful. They're embarrassing. It's, oh my God, it, it feels like a child having a temper tantrum because we didn't get their way or we overreact or because something happened. And ADHD meltdowns are the pits. They really are. And I didn't realize that I was having these, you know, as we always talk about, right? I wasn't diagnosed until I was in my mid 40s. And so I just knew that every once in a while I had arrived at this just terrible place where where it just seemed like the world was ending, you know, and yeah. and and I had no idea that there was this whole neurological process involved that I had no control over, that I really didn't have control over for, you know, for real. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I can remember having him when I was a kid. I can remember having, you know, I I remember this, um, a number of them throughout my life. They have really stuck with me because it is, there's no logic 
there's kind of logic to it, but to us, but not to the outside world. Yeah. Are we doing examples? I mean, oh, I we know. are, man. Let's just let's just open our kimonos. Oh, yeah. Well, I do remember one when I was a kid. I remember distinctly. I was probably in elementary school and I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm sitting on my bed. I can picture the whole scene. And my mom wants to know what's going on. I'm like, I don't have any friends. And I don't even remember all the other things. I just remember saying that and her being like, I don't think that's true. You have, you know, and and listing people. And I'm like, you don't understand. And I just, you know, I didn't want to go back to school. I didn't want to. I just was like, it's just terrible, you know? Um, that was that was when I was a kid, and I mean, you kind of expect kids to occasionally have a meltdown, right? Yeah, kids have meltdowns anyway. It's not necessarily an ADHD thing, but the thing about ours is they seem so irrational. If yeah, when you're distanced from them, when they're happening, they make a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, they do. But to other people, it's like I can remember. I don't know. I was eight, and it was my brother went to camp. And I got to go, he was gone for a week and I went up to visit him with my camp. I don't even remember what it was. It must've been the why, the why. Anyway, I went, we went up for a day to visit him and I sobbed uncontrollably the whole way home on the bus because I had to leave my brother at camp, even though I was going to see him in a few days. And the counselors, you know, everybody's worried about me and they're trying to tell me this is they'll be home in a couple of days i don't care yeah 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 i mean it was there was no no rational rational reason for that no no i couldn't stop right well so so fast forward right i had one just this i remember vividly about four maybe five years ago i i don't actually recall if it was prior to my diagnosis or not I think it might have been subsequent to my diagnosis, but maybe within like within the first year, if if it was. But either way, I was with a client face to face. It's a client uh-huh. that I worked with for years. They had been located here in the area. Then they moved away, and I had been we had become friends. But we met up at an event conference, and we were having we we decided to book some time in advance of the conference. We're in this like meeting space. And I just am like, man, it, like all my clients are mad at me. Everybody is is getting ready to fire us. The, you know, I'm disappointing everybody everywhere I turn. It's all falling apart. And like, and my, my, this is a, my friend, but also my client is like, I'm not mad at you. I don't know what you're talking about. But like, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't make any difference. It, it didn't matter what he said. He was lying in my mind. Like, he's just trying to yeah. make me feel better. And in, and in fact, we parted ways like. <laughs> shortly thereafter as clients uh, as clients oh really you know, yeah, yeah, Be, I, yeah I actually fired them um, but, we, but but that's a long story it has nothing to do with the meltdown but I just remember the meltdown and it it was so extreme and later I was like what in the world is I so upset about like why did that even happen yeah. you know and I was in my yeah. 40s for crying out loud I was not an 8 year old <laughs> you know what I mean like it just right. but man it just wow whammo yeah. So we've talked about crying, um, emotional meltdowns like that. Emotional ADHD meltdowns can also be anger, outbursts, flash anger, I call it, where it's um, someone's just something, Mm. not necessarily someone, but something has thrown a match on you and you explode. Okay. I had my therapist... 
helped me recently and pointed this out. I don't get angry at people outwardly. I don't react to other people. But you know what I was doing? I didn't know it. And this, my partner pointed this out and brought it to the therapist's attention. I get angry at myself. Mm-hmm. Irrationally so. I, don't, I yeah. won't aim it at anybody else. But, I, but it doesn't make me fun to be around, mind you. It's just, not, it's just that I'm not, like, I'm not yelling at somebody. And, you know what I mean? Internally, I, you're yelling. I, yeah. And I had no idea it was anger. I did not. I, I, mm-hmm. And somebody, they had to point that out. So, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this. I, this and it truly is another... ADHD thing because I'm, I'm mad at myself. I let myself down again. I missed a deadline or a whatever. And I did something stupid again and like impulsive. You know what I mean? And I just like, dang it, I know better. Just all inward. I don't know that I've done an inward one. I yeah. can't, if I, if I'm sure I have, but I can't, I don't, I can't think of one right now. Um, that flash anger for me is if, a couple of months ago when I my computer crashed and I lost all my emails, which is the, you know, how I communicate Ooh, on my businesses. Yeah. 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 And I was just trying to recover it all. And it was really stressful. And I was trying to, you know, thinking I'm thinking, oh, my God, the business is going to fall apart. Everything, you know, blah, 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 which is not true. And then my darling husband walked just into my door to ask me a question about something that I was supposed to do. And I absolutely lost it and started screaming at him it, oh. it loudly enough that my my throat hurt oh wow you know just irrational and uh luckily he knows me well enough to know that this happens occasionally but it was like wait a second i just asked you you know something like when are you going to make that phone call yeah. and it yeah it just is it's this flash anger i've had that my whole life and what's shocking is I like you, you know, I'm a pretty calm, easygoing person. So when that happens, it just takes everybody by surprise. Yeah, it's not like it's not like there's a there's a spectrum of of Dana's getting angry and 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 you're somewhere climbing and then all of a sudden you reach a, a max. You go from like pleasant to be around to like get out of her way <laughs> right, right right immediately yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah, I can, and i have i have you, yeah. i raise my voice too but i'm usually yelling at myself or about myself <sighs> oh, and, I'm, and it's so so when i say it's inward it's aimed inwardly people around know it though even if mm-hmm. i'm just dealing with anger at myself i but yeah. i just wouldn't have thought about it as anger I, yeah. I, i'm frustrated or i'm disappointed in myself or whatever but like as soon as that got reframed as anger i was like of course it is, you know. Yeah. I don't want to be that person, as we've said. No, you know? like that's not who no. I want to be. Yeah. So let's move on because we have a lot of stuff to talk about with this okay. today. So having a meltdown can look certain ways. Angry outbursts. I call it that flash anger. We've talked about that shouting, totally overreacting to the slightest thing. Yeah. Seemingly slightest thing. Screaming at people, hurling profanities, insults, um, throwing some people throw stuff you know it's just there it's huge a crying um yeah. a uncontrollable sobbing for some reason and you've added that i don't even have on my list is yelling at yourself getting angry with yourself and having this this outburst internally to yourself yeah and catastrophizing catastrophizing is huge you know that's all that's often been a part of it for me too yeah and uh, i think that's something that that we do that we something happens and we just think, oh my God, the whole world's going to end. I've 
I used to do that with if my website was down. You know, I'm calling everyone and just totally hysterical. Oh, the website's down. Dana, it's down for a day, you know, or, or a few hours. It's okay. So, yeah, yeah catastrophizing is another one to but bring in, up. But it's irrational because it's a way, like, like all, these, uh, all of these, it's like a way of reaction. But when you're in the middle of it, it does feel like it's far worse than it is, you know, whatever it is. Just, just catastrophizing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And so they're shocking. Yeah. They're embarrassing. They're shameful. Mm. Um, There's damage control that needs to be done. And so these, this is what happens with the ADHD meltdowns and, and listeners, you may experience it differently than we are. Just know that that is a part of having an ADHD. It is not because you're immature or thinks you should, you think you should get your way. Often it's stress, it's overwhelm, it's shame. Um, we're so distracted. We can't pay attention to things. And then we get caught, something happens and we realize we don't, we didn't get it. We don't know what's going on. Um, ADHD means we have difficulty regulating our emotions and All that's that where stuff. this stuff and it's and it is neurological like this happens and it it is an outsized emotional reaction to to yeah. to, to whatever to whatever it is and i yeah, i find i am also like it 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 tends to also be for me something that happens more likely if i'm tired so like i've yes. been traveling right when i met with that client i hadn't gotten good sleep different hotel you know the hotel room instead yeah, of at right. home Food, and all those things yeah all of yeah. that stuff yeah you're traveling you don't have your normal whatever and it just bang whoops didn't see that coming yeah there you go and the next day i was fine you know and then it was like gosh i don't know what happened i'm so sorry you know and it just seems like you seem like a different person when you're in the middle of it you know <laughs> yes and then it's hard for them to recover because you know that that's a there's a point in your in their brain that they're wondering huh what's going on with this guy maybe, maybe that david guy has a screw loose that we didn't know about exactly and we just found it <laughs> you know and exactly. it's like yeah no actually i'll be all right most of the time but most yeah. of the time yeah. yikes anyway um let's see what are we uh let's see it can be from mis- misreading a conversation from being overwhelmed too much to do pushing a deadline one thing that I do is I put up with something, I put up with something, I put up with something that's violating my boundaries, I haven't said anything, and then I reach a breaking point. So the other person doesn't know that this is coming. And it's a little unfair to them in that sense. Oh, yeah. Um, you think? Um, I'm fo- fo- You're maybe overly focused, you're startled, the stress, There's a can be a fear response. Oh, yeah, big time. Fight or flight yeah. or freeze, yeah. Right, right. Um, we feel things very, very deeply. Very deeply. We tend to more than other people, I think. Um, I mean, crying, sobbing through a movie. Do you, I, I you know, it's just. <laughs> Once in a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where everyone's, you're sobbing uncontrollably. Maybe other people have a tear or two going down their cheeks. I am there <laughs> sobbing loudly, embarrassingly. It's uh... just awful. I have had that um, happen, yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, you know, it's touch something, and there you go. Boom. Um, there's also another thing called, we call it boggle. I call it boggle. That's what I was taught in ADHD coaching school by Madeline Griffith Haney, my trainer, and many, many years ago. And uh, some people call it flooding. 
probably as funny yes. as a therapy thing. Yeah. So it's this momentary emotional, you just shut down. Yeah. Though those emotions take up all the space in your brain, everything shuts down and you cannot think you can't function. You just have to, you know, you're there. You have to reboot. It's it's in, in, in a computer, we call it a kernel panic. Once that yeah. happens, the OS has completely shut down. We've all had it, right? You got to power it off because there's no way yeah. it's going to recover. And right. we just don't have a power button for our brains. <laughs> like, so we just have to wait it out, right? Right. Well, there are yes. things you can do. Yeah. Things oh, good. Well, we're going to talk about those, I'm sure. Yeah, let's talk about that next. So that's where they come from. And, it's, and there are things we can do about it. There really are, and we can get, as you said, as you're getting older, you have fewer. I tend to have fewer, too, and that as I'm older, but I also understand them more. But before we talk about that, let's talk about what to do in the middle of a meltdown. Okay, so it's already happening. Do, it's I happening. Feel like, I feel like we need, like, a, I need to write this down and, and have it with me in case, like, you know, in case of emergency break glass, right? Here it is. Here's your list. David, <laughs> my darling friend... The last thing you're going to do when you're having a meltdown is remember to look at whatever note you have. It's true. It's, it's true. true. It's true. The fighter pilots would tape their emergency procedures to their to their leg so that... There you go. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to think about it. And so you look down at your list and you go, okay, I'm doing this. You know? Oh, that's that's nice. You could tape it to your arm all you Just the walk time. around, tattoo it. On have the it a tattoo. There, a tattoo is... Be, yeah, then you don't have to look for it. You know? Yeah, tattoo it on your wrist. <laughs> With the eight, kick some ADHD logo there, because like, of you know, course you it's got to have the kick. kick. <laughs> it's we got to have that. We logo. want our logo tattooed to your arm. I'm kidding. I'm not going to tattoo. It. <laughs> anyway, what can you do when you're in the middle of one? Um, realize that they cannot be stopped on a dime. You have, but you can try and manage it. Mm. So as you said, you know, shutting down, rebooting the computer, step away and reset. Okay. So you, you're in the meeting with your client and you find you're going into this swirl, recognizing it and physically remove yourself. Wow. I can, I can feel it. Like I'm not actually having it happen right now, but I can just, I know what that feels like when it's spiraling and you're like, oh man, here it comes. And yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So it's catch, if you can catch it before the, oh man, here it comes, that that's great. So you can, you can stop the circuit. So... Yeah, it'd be good to have like a code word or a or at least an excuse like, oh, I need I need to go use a restroom. But that's not what. It yeah, is, well, you can you know do. I mean? like, no, but you say that that's something sure. that when I'm boggling. Oh, excuse me. I need to go to the use the restroom. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because you can sit in there for a while and most people aren't going to ask you why you're in there so long. If yeah, at least I mean, if they're polite. I mean, if you're around me, I'll be like, hey, I hope everything came out all right when you come back. But, you know, <laughs> just bathroom humor. Sorry, you were indisposed. <gasps> anyway, yeah. so um, doing something physical to release the stress, because it, you've got to get that adrenaline out of your system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and also that stepping away and resetting if the other person has lost it also. I've had this happen where it's been a an explosion between two people. I've stepped away, but I got back into the situation too quickly, and the other person was still totally out of control, which relit my relit my Ooh, spark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yikes. So when you say do something physical to release the stress, aside from just removing yourself, right? Are you, is, is that the thing just by changing your environment and moving or do you? I'd say like, run in place, do some okay. sit-ups, do not sit-ups on the bathroom floor. Sorry, gross. Do some squats. Sure. Okay. Um, but, but you know, but move exert, your arms up and some down. Exertion exert of some kind of. Some, yeah. Because that, that energy is in your body and you need to get it out. You let it move. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Interesting. Box breathing. Well, if you if you aren't removing yourself, just long deep breaths when you notice this happening. So you're resetting your is it the parasympathetic whatever? Yeah, the vagus nerve gets involved. Absolutely, you you, it's amazing what all happens. Right, we talked about that on an episode once. Yeah, yeah. So deep breaths or that box breathing that four counts in, hold it for four, four counts out, hold it for four. Oh, I see. It's four steps. Yes, four, four in, hold four, four out, hold four. Yeah. So it's a box. So ah, it's a box. I never understood that before. You just like a little light bulb. Ding. Okay. I've heard that that's what the Navy SEALs do to huh? when they start to get, if those guys ever get afraid, they must, um, that that's, that's one of the things that they do. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's where I learned about it. Interesting. Um, so step away, reset, deep breaths. Get to the root of what's going down on after you've calmed down a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, think through what really happened to spark it. Mm. That may not help this time. However, it can. We want to be changing in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, it becomes a marker because, you know, maybe you have never really felt like you notice the emotions before and, you know, note them because next time when they start, you, you usually have a little, there's a fuse burning, right? A little yes. one might, might be yeah. short, but you at least are aware of it when it lights up. Yes. I think. And, and also, so it just helps us realize, wow, you know, that really wasn't an emergency. You were catastrophizing or truly everybody, you know, hates you and no one will ever speak to you again. Is that, you know, really? Right. Yeah. So yeah. start to end, but that's, that's kind of at the tail end of it. Um, and then apologizing, you know, making peace if you need to, don't pretend it didn't happen, explain, do damage control. Um, don't just show back up for the next meeting, feeling, looking right. and feeling normal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's yeah. just pretend that never happened, shall we? Yeah. Right. No, you did. And, I, that helps to explain for sure. And apologize. Yeah. yeah. So that's what to do in the middle. Okay. That's good. And then let's talk about how to recover. Um, because some come from nowhere. That flash anger, all the prevention in the world isn't going to happen, isn't going to help. Right? So... And, and it, I have found when I've really lost it, it takes time for me to emotionally recover. It takes time. Some, and if it's bad enough, it can be hours. I sound like I have these all the time, um, but actually sometimes I do. It, it can take me time to emotionally recover it. And then that shame and the mm. stepping into the shame shower, all of that, yeah. that can take even longer that does take longer for me if i if i allow myself to get into that stupid shame shower (laughs) yeah yeah and it's almost like for a while you just feel raw 
You know, I don't know. Yes, how to that's exactly that, that yeah. is a perfect way to put it. You feel raw. Yeah. And it's like I don't have the energy to be upset anymore, but I've just yeah, I got like I went through a meat grinder and that, you know. It's it's drained. You're just drained. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um How do you recover, David? Anything else that I've missed there? I think like most recently when I when I had one a few weeks ago, I I actually because I had had a therapy session already and 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 the anger trigger and well even the anger um, diagnosis if you will <laughs> I don't know how to mm-hmm. describe that but yeah. that had been brought to my attention and so when when I started to do it my partner just 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 looked at me kind of you know and got my attention and I went oh I'm doing it right now aren't I yeah oh okay. Well, you know what? That it almost diffused it. I, I hadn't f- hit full tilt yet uh, at that particular moment. Um, but it's actually so now that I think about it, this was a subsequent one. There was one that was just a meltdown. This one, <laughs> this one, like it. It actually, it was like oh, and it was like almost getting splashed in the face with cold water and going oh, this is that thing. I'm doing it now, and I was able to just like back away from it and there was something about just rational awareness that made it easy to go okay i don't have to let that run its course right now you know look at you look at you managing your adhd yeah yeah it's it's all about awareness in that and that and that thing so and then but that also allowed me to reframe and go okay all of those things that i think are the worst the worst case scenarios that i've just articulated that are happening right now none of those are actually real so the fact that i was aware that a, that it was a meltdown that was in process allowed me to go even though i don't feel like none of those are true i know none of those are actually true mm-hmm. and so it it kind of just took the legs out from under the thing and i was able to recover much more quickly Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because the recovery is important. And then something you said also makes me think about spotting the meltdown before they happen. Yeah, in some cases, in some ways, this was really prevention, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's- because once it's really happened and I've been emotionally flooded or boggled, to use your term, it, it's just, I don't know what what to do other than just be quiet. Like, I, I like the recovery for me is about, okay, I got to process, I got maybe sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. And and otherwise, just allow the the cycle to complete because I yeah. I don't I don't I don't know that there's anything I can do really to recover aside from well, certainly you you the Time. ideas that you mentioned like yeah but um but yeah I, I just gotta allow allow time yeah yeah so I know that spotting it I have warning signs mm. and they can be warning signs that show me that it's building to the meltdown. Um, like if I'm yelling in at traffic, <laughs> right? Yeah, I and I can, you know, it's it's I don't do anything violent, but it's you know this little bit of road rage that's happening within my car and within me. Um, so that's one of my signs. That's a warning signal. Also, learning what your body and brain do, what's going on physically when you get close to the meltdown, when you're in that territory. Does your heart rate go up? Does your breathing? I get this weird, shaky breathing thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, muscle tension. I also get, it's kind of a, it's not brain pressure, but it, my head feels different. My brain feels different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and all of those sound familiar. I, I, uh, I have a little bit of a longer lead up sometimes that I've noticed and it's this anger thing where I'm, where I'm becoming angry at myself and it's where I build this, this argument in my mind that this small thing is a crisis Mm -hmm. because if this doesn't go a certain way, then that won't. And then I build like this chain of events that leads to a, to a real crisis. And so I turn the, the intermediate or near term thing into a crisis and I'll usually get in that state and everything is a crisis then for a yes. while. Yeah. And that's, that's usually, I'm not yet at a meltdown, but it, if, I, if I make a misstep at that point, that's where I'll unleash all my fury on myself. So it's, it's like, see, I knew it. I needed to, this had to go right, you know, whatever. It, yeah, it's gaining perspective then, yeah, exactly. isn't it? So starting yeah. to know, know your triggers, what sets it off. What has you making mountains out of molehills, exactly. as my grandmother would have said. Same. Gaining perspective and thinking, is this truly an emergency? Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and that's the thing. That's like one of my early warning signals is like, I think something that's happened in the middle of the day is a crisis that's really not. And it's like, oh, I'm on that trajectory and I got to, I got to, I got to get on a different train. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's, a, that's, a that's what I'd say for for you to work on for all of us to work on is starting to notice that so when those thoughts start to happen it's huh look at that isn't that interesting is this really yeah you know is this really the end of the world is this really yeah yeah it's 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 just noticing and the awareness and i guess you know it's it's funny how much of this is is actually a mindfulness technique in some well i was going to put that in here, but I didn't because I thought I'm always talking about awareness and mindfulness. But it's true. Um, that's what this is, though. And, yeah. And, 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 yeah. It's, and, it, and that's the thing is that it, it, it really works. Yeah, it really I mean, does help. And, and, and um, one of the questions that I ask is, how long is this going to be important? And that, uh, can, that can bring perspective to me really fast. Like zoom out. In six months, am I going to care? Ten yeah. years, am I going to care? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good technique. One of the things, I may have mentioned this on here, that I've done, I, I journal a little bit every day. It's just what happened during the day because I don't remember things. So I, you know. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So I just spend, you know, sit down and, you know, it's like three sentences messy of what happened that day. And I went back a while ago and I was looking through all my old journals and I noticed this stuff that I thought was the, you know, the most horrible thing or the dramatic thing in the world. And I look back now and I thought, I don't even remember that. <laughs> it doesn't, it was obviously not important. And you know it's, what the important stuff is in life. When you stop to think about it, you really know what the important you do. stuff is. It's, it's, it's a little bit like when we get all excited about a new hobby and we go out, you know, go exactly. stark raving nuts, you know, buying all the things and doing the stuff as we've talked about. You know, previously, it's a little bit like that when you go back like a few weeks later and you look and you're like, why do I own all of these things that yeah. I'm never going to use for that? Yeah, it, it's I thought about it um, connected to impulsive impulsivity and that stimulation, but it's got to be part of it's, it. It's there's yeah. a similar process going on there where you're there like, must be this. This is a level of psychological 
physical arousal, and I'm not talking about sexual arousal here. I'm talking, I'm talking about like you know the, the state of having your central nervous system aroused. Similar. I mean, it's one's negative, one's positive, but they're they're they're, they're both you know going to pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's yeah. something I'll I need to think about. But you're right. There's got to be a connection there. Yeah. Okay, so let's. I'm looking at the clock now. So let's, let's talk about overall. We've how to prevent meltdowns. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit, but I just want to go through. So not yeah. all of them can be preventatives. We've said there's startle, there's fear. They don't happen in a vacuum. Other people may in, be involved. Um, I have noticed as I get better at managing my ADHD, when I get better at working on my stuff, my issues, the meltdowns are better. Yes, for sure. Not better, but fewer. Yeah, they don't they don't happen as much and they're not as extreme, right? Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So you gotta work on your ADHD. Their yeah. personal systems. Reducing as many stressors as you can truly does help. Yeah. If I am if I'm late for an appointment, that's when I get angry and yell at cars. All right. You know? I yeah. Okay. So and I and I I also have, like, if I, if I lose things, like, I was never one of these people that had the ADHD, classic ADHD symptom of, like, where did I put my keys? Because I had really ridiculous habits around those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But if I set something down and don't remember where I put it, that's usually an indicator that I'm not doing the brain care things and the other stuff, right? That, yeah, okay. That could, could be an early warning sign for something like this. Exactly. So there's a that would be a good early warning sign. Yeah. Okay. So we've got to work on our ADHD to reduce as many of the life stressors. We've the self care, as you said, when you're tired, there you go. What makes you more prone to melting down? Yeah. I know when I'm tired, when I'm hungry. For sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Not getting enough sleep, not getting enough yeah. rest, working yeah. too much, not right. taking breaks. No balance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Overcommitting. <sighs> so you've got that stress just built in because you're overcommitting yeah. to stuff. And there's just more than you can absolutely handle. Yep. Okay. Handling your emotional stuff, and this may take therapy, knowing your issues, working on your issues. That's important. We've got to know what our triggers are and what our own stuff is. Yeah, for sure. And not just keep dodging around it and pretending that we don't have whatever emotional issue we, and we all have them. It's part of being human. It's part of having grown up as a child, you know, whatever. We all have them. You got to know what they are and you got to work on it. Yeah. Strengthening boundaries. This is a huge one for me, saying what I need and want before I lose it, before it becomes a meltdown. Yep. Yeah. And then I call it protecting my bubble. Um, Being really wise about who you let into your life, who you let into your world, if you have control over it. So who's in your inner circle? You know, if you've got a friend that's, that's a jerk and they're always setting you off or something they do set you off, eh, you might want to rethink that friendship. Yeah. That's, yeah. there's a, there's a potential reason why they will not be healthy for you to be right. involved in. Or if you're yeah. in work that 
you, that it's just this uncontrollable stress and schedule. You can't manage it. Eh, you know, do you really want that in your bubble? This is there. Is it time to change? And some of this, it's hard to have control over. Obviously, we can't all just quit because we don't like our boss. Uh, however, if it's um, systemic enough, then maybe you need to start looking at things. Yeah, and if there's a repeated trigger that, that, that you notice as a pattern and it's always coming from the same place, you know, maybe it's time to revisit that place. Right. Or that person, that situation, right. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's wow. what I got, David, about surviving ADHD emotional meltdowns. Do you have anything else to add? I, I have nothing to add. This I've already added. Okay. Like, commentary throughout. Okay. <laughs> no, I, and yeah, listeners, I, I, and David, uh, I know we went longer today than we thought, but we had a lot to talk about. Is What's your takeaway for today? Yeah. Mine is, is I right, preparing this, I realize I really need to work on those boundaries. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I've, I've already gotten a little better at noticing and seeing the, the advanced warning signs. So I, I'm going to practice the step away and reset and the, and the box breathing techniques that you mentioned okay. to, if, if, if I get, you know, that far yeah. into one, are you going to get a tattoo? I don't think I'm going to get a tattoo. Okay, I'm also not going to you know, write it down and tape it to my leg. Cause that would be weird, oh. but you never know where it might show up. You never know. Just saying. You never know. Yeah. All right. Thanks, David. Thanks, everybody, for listening today. Please go out and kick some ADHD, and we will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who... Squirrel uh, um, has ADHD, or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.